Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, the Latinx community is growing in Allegheny County, and we're seeing more restaurants that reflect that. I'm here with two people who are shaping Pittsburgh's Latin American food scene, from organizing festivals to getting restaurants off the ground. They've got some strong opinions on what dishes they love and where to get great Latin American food around the city. Thursday, November 2nd. I'm Mallory Falk, and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. I'm here with Luz Amanda Hank and Howard Alvarez from the Center for Latin American Studies at Pitt. Thank you both for being here. No, thank you for having us. So I want to talk a little bit about your experience finding Latin American food in Pittsburgh. Luz Amanda, I know you moved here from Colombia in the 90s. What was it like for you at first trying to find food from home? And how has that changed over time? When I moved in 1994, honestly, I I don't remember any restaurants except for Mexican restaurants or Tex-Mex. And when I started working at the Center for Latin American Studies, we didn't have restaurants. I used to call a person in the community and say, hey, do you know someone that would like to cook? And that's how we did it. But now it has changed a lot. It has evolved a lot. I email some of my good friends and some of them say back in the 90s or early 2000s, they will go to Monroeville to go to mass so they could go to a Mexican restaurant in Monroeville. So that tells you how much we have grown. Howard didn't face that yet. He, he just, <laughs> he came at a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I found a welcoming city and so many great options to eat in Pittsburgh. There's many represent, many countries represented now. Yeah, Howard, you came to Pittsburgh more recently, about five years ago. And in addition to your work at Pitt, you also work with the Pittsburgh Hispanic Development Corporation, you know, helping people open restaurants, food trucks, catering businesses. Our Latino or Latinx communities have grown a lot here. Yeah, because we have uh, two kinds of, of um, I would say, migration in Pittsburgh. One is directly from Latin America, and the other one is relocation from other states. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's part of this process of enrichment of the city, because um, we are around 10,000 in the city. And we are around 35,000 in Allegheny County from the last uh, Latinx need assessment from the um, from the county. But we are growing. So we will see more expression of the culture from the Latino community in the near future, for sure. And before, um, it was mostly people that came to study at the University of Pittsburgh or Carnegie or other universities. So the people used to come in and leave. Now mm-hmm. we're having people moved into the area 
they're from Latin America and the Caribbean. So you see that change too. So I want to get into what food you specifically love. What is your favorite Latin American dish? For me, uh, my favorite dish, honestly, is rice and beans. But the thing is, every country makes it differently. So depending where you're from, the dish is different. So I say rice and beans. Even during the pandemic, we tried to make rice and beans in the microwave. So the students that were online could learn how to make it just using like a can of beans, rice, and a microwave. So that tells you how much I like rice and beans. <laughs> Even the microwave version? I, it took me a month to master it, but I got close enough to the one you cook on the stove. How about you, Howard? Well, I will say arepas because that's a traditional dish from Venezuela, where I am from. It's something that you can eat basically with everything. And you can get it as breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, we are still fighting with Colombia because we say that the arepa is Venezuelan. Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> but um, here in Petro, like thousands of miles away from my country, we have a great representation of Venezuelan food as well. So I can have the great pleasure of getting arepas for breakfast, even here. And is there anything you've encountered for the first time in Pittsburgh that you really love? I will mention a new dish that I just discovered a few months ago from Honduras that is called balea. Mm -hmm. That is yes. a, a kind of tortilla uh, filled with uh, beans, fried egg, cheese, beef. I mean, it, it has a lot of uh, different flavors and it's just delicious. So you can find them at the Steel God Market in Penn Hills. Um, I mean, you will not regret after trying that. Yes, my husband learned about baleadas at the restaurant in Coriopolis, a five stars Honduran restaurant, and he's addicted to it. And it's, it looks, you will think it's a tortilla, it's a, it's a quesadilla, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And when you translate it to English, it doesn't translate very well because <laughs> it's like a shooting. Yeah. <laughs> so, shooting a flavor? Maybe yeah. that, that would be the right way because I'm like, why would that be the name? And then we looked and I'm like, oh, so. But it's a delicious, it's very rich. So I know you two designed kind of a culinary tour for us throughout the Pittsburgh region. We tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, you kind of broke it up into different categories, different places you can go to get Latin American food. So I want to start off with restaurants, you know, brick and mortar spots. What are some of your favorites for finding Latin American food here in Pittsburgh? Lately, one of my favorite places in Coriopolis is called uh, Five Stars Honduran Restaurant. And it's, it's the one that lately I tend to go, one because it's closer to my house, but I think the food is delicious. They have a soup that is similar to a Colombian soup. Uh, also, they have carne asada, which is steak or grilled steak. Uh, also, I like cilantro yahoo. It's in the south side. Howard? So we have five uh, Venezuelan restaurants uh, and one coffee, coffee shop. Um, and I will start with um, Papelon that it's the newest of them, and they have amazing empanadas and tequeños. Um, and then uh, I would recommend cilantro as well, I lose Amanda say, because they have great uh, patacones. Patacones is a kind of smash plantain with any kind of meat, um, some dressings on top and sauce. Also, a great option is pabellón. And I really like their share plate, but you will have different options of Venezuelan food, and that's pretty good for small reunions or parties. Um, 
Also, Arepitas, because it's like the perfect place to, to grab and go, because it's in the middle of downtown. And then you have Tuillo Cafe, that it's another uh, Venezuelan coffee shop where you can grab a delicious Venezuelan coffee with different cookies and different um, candy from Venezuela as well. Um, I mean, yeah, I will stop to talk about Venezuela because something that I'm biased for that, but those are my recommendations. Do you like to dance, look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm, because this is a theme party you want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend, and rest assured, every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So part of the reason we approached the two of you for this episode is because you planned this amazing Latin American and Caribbean festival this past fall. Luz Amanda, I know you've been involved with planning this festival for years. Um, I'm looking forward to catching it next year. But for now, what about food trucks? Like, what are some of your favorite street food spots in Pittsburgh? I will be biased here, and I will promote first the people that participated at the Latin American and Caribbean Festival uh, for example, we had a tango, or, uh, the Argentina food truck. I love their empanadas and their selection of their empanadas. So I highly recommend them. You have to look for their website or Facebook, and it will tell you where they're at. I know that they open a restaurant now, and let me look. It's in uh, 2332 Arlington Avenue in Pittsburgh, so that's their new location. But I know they have the truck in different locations. We also have Antojitos Hondureños, Cilantro Yajo, El Chucho, uh, Leon's Caribbean, which covers the area of the Caribbean. That sometimes it's, it's become, and I think they're like two foot trucks now, but we need more to cover the Caribbean. And I know Leon's Caribbean and um, Pupusas y Antojitos uh, Ellen. Tambien, uh, they were also at the festival. But there's so many other food trucks. La Palapa also has a food truck. Yeah, they, are, they are so good, by the way. Uh, I will mention Antojitos Hondureños. That when you see that huge uh, blue food truck with so many pictures of 
uh, different dishes from Honduras. It's very exciting. I will mention El Chaqueños. That is a mix. It's very interesting because it's a mix of Argentinian and Dominican food. So it's an explosion of flavors. And what about for people who might want to make some of these dishes at home? Are there any grocery stores you would most recommend, especially for some, you know, harder to find ingredients that you might not encounter at, say, a giant eagle or something? Well, I will mention uh, one of them. And when I'm saying one, I'm talking about five grocery stores they have. And this is Las Palmas. Um, Las Palmas is the biggest Latino grocery store in Pittsburgh. So they have a huge selection of different items from different parts of Latin America. And it's worth it, worth it to go. Yes, and I will add to them. Um, there's a couple, long time ago, I've been here since 1994, that tells you La Reina, it was in the Strip. That was the place that we used to go and get ingredients or so things that we needed. But over time... Uh, we have right now, and I live in Ambridge and Beaver County. Now we have a grocery store, which I'm so happy. It's called Mon Monroy Grocery Store, and they have a lot of items from Latin America. La Poblanita, I know they have a place in Coriopolis and a place in Ambridge. I don't. I think they're in other areas too. Then also we have a Brazilian grocery store, which is exciting. And my Brazilian friends, please forgive my pronunciation. It's called Merceria. Uh, Brazilian mini market, and that's it's quite new, but it has a lot of the Brazilian uh, items that our friends are looking for. Also, I heard this is a new one because I emailed different people asking for information. Uh, it's called Orquidia Latin Market. It's in uh, Monroeville, and the owners are from Ecuador. But that's a new one that I just heard, and also Panaderia Jasmine, and it's a Mexican bakery. Yeah, in Mount Lebanon. Yes. Okay, finally, honorable mentions, spots that you didn't get to shout out, but that you really want people to know about. Yes, I have a list. I say for it also cater we forgot about catering. Catering a lot of the places that we mentioned, and there's many more that they will cater your event. They will cook for you. There's times that I needed um, like tamales and Peruvian. Uh -huh. Tamales. They might have a different name, but they will make it for us. And I know that I work with, uh, let's see, Pisco Peruvian Gourmet. They're excellent at catering if you have an event and we have catered from them. The Rincono Saqueño also has catered in some of events. Delicious. For my husband's 40th surprise birthday party, I hired La Palapa and they brought their truck to our driveway and we had a party. So if you contact any of them, I say out of 100 99 of them will host your event or cater your event. Yeah, I will say La Palapa as well, since you have that sense of community. Um, and when you are interacting with them, uh, the owners are very down to her. Um, and I will mention um, Mariscos Almarros that we recently did the grand opening with uh, the Pittsburgh Hispanic Development Corporation, that it's the only sea Mexican seafood restaurant that we uh, have in Pittsburgh nowadays. Um, I mean, I could be hours and hours here talking about the great representation of Latino food that we have. I found out that there's close to Cannonsburg, there's a place called La Calera Mexican Bar and Grill, and it says offers the taste of Central American with uh, national favors from Mexico, Honduras, El Salvador, and Nicaragua. And I have to say, Pittsburgh is becoming a place where you can find really good Central American food. 
is I think is the most representative right now in Pittsburgh after Mexican food. So I say we're doing pretty well. So we're okay. They keep keep bringing them in. Where do you two see Pittsburgh's Latin American food scene in the next, you know, five to 10 years? Do you think it's going to keep growing? Um, and what would you like to see? Well, I would say with the pattern of immigration that we are experiencing, so um, we will have uh, a bigger representation of Latino food and restaurants, um, and that will enrich the culture of Pittsburgh as a welcoming city. Everyone keeps saying that we just keep growing. We just need more local-owned Brazilian restaurant. Also, uh, I'll say more uh, Caribbean food will be nice. So I think we will have a good representation of Latin American. Right now, we do. And I know that you have kind of a crowdsourced list where people can actually submit their Latin American restaurant recommendations. Yes, we did this at the Latin American Studies um, Center for the pandemic for people to find food and to be able to help the, uh, the restaurants and order food from them. So we created a list. The list needs to be updated, but we're working on a project of creating a directory. But we can send the list of restaurants, food trucks, grocery stores, and the people that we didn't mention because we'll be here all day. Yeah, and we'll include a link to that in our show notes. Luz Amanda, Howard, thank you both so much for all of your recommendations. No, thank you for having us and... Hopefully, uh, we did justice to how wonderful the food from Latin America is and open new doors or new opportunities for people in Pittsburgh to try new foods and go around the city. Because for this, you had to travel around the city. You can do different towns at different times and you can be eating very well. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. And we've got a fun opportunity for fans of our newsletter and podcast coming soon. If you want to have a drink, a beer, a soda water on us, come on down to Trace Brewing in Bloomfield on Thursday, November 9th. The team will be in the beer garden and the first 20 people to arrive and prove that you're signed up for the Hey Pittsburgh newsletter will get their first drink on us. That's 5 to 7 p.m. next Thursday, November 9th. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you then. Well, uh, that, that's another fight that we have with Colombia. <laughs> um, about which, we, we have which, the coffee. <laughs> which country uh, has the best coffee? But Well, we can get into, uh, we can bring the people from my office. They're from Brazil and they will say the Brazilian coffee is the best. Maybe you can do a whole show just on coffee. <laughs>